0: Welcome to another episode of Living Your Spark second half. Today's guest is Laura Volz, and Laura is one of my second half Spark School students. I asked her to come on and share her story because her story is very fresh. She only joined the school... Back in February, and if you're curious, what the heck is the Second Half Spark School? It's a signature program that I have to help women find new purpose after their kids are grown. And I will say not every one of my students has kids, but the reason why I talk and speak specifically to women who are experiencing the sadness of the empty nest is because that transition from... Having a purpose, really, of being a mom for more than 20 years. And then all of a sudden, that is gone. Your purpose disappears with your children. And then it's like this void. It's, what do I do now? And I think, and this was for me, a lot of women don't even realize that it's purpose that they're missing. They just feel so no longer valued. I've heard women who come into my free training say, I feel invisible. I feel lost. I feel stuck. So there's all these words, but nobody really comes in and says purposeless. But when I say, would you like to find new purpose? That hits home because there's somewhere deep inside that they know that they had a purpose and now they don't anymore. And maybe When you put the puzzle pieces together, it's that, oh, that's the problem. That's the problem. And it's not that our purpose is over. It's just that we need to find new purpose. And so what is that? And we've lost ourselves in the process, too, in being a mom and being a wife and many of us being an employee, trying to do the things that we think are right for other people, and we've neglected ourselves. We put ourselves last on the list. So, getting out of the rut that you might be in is hard because you haven't made yourself a priority. And then you feel guilty for thinking or even wondering if there's more, feeling guilty. Oh, I can't do this because what about? somebody I'm going to neglect maybe. Oh, it's not that bad. And then we talk ourselves into settling, continue to settle for the life that I call mediocre. Because if you're feeling those feelings that I just described, you can't be living your best life. And that was Laura. And she had the guts to take action And I, I, this was for me when I finally made a change in my life. I, and I know the feeling that she had was very similar. And it's like, we're tired of feeling tired. We're tired of being scared. We're more scared. We get to the point of being more scared of staying where we are than the unknown. That what's on the other side of the change. We just know that we can't live like that anymore. And so I wanted to read before I moved to the interview, but we ha- I brought her on and we talked. She's never been a podcast guest anywhere. She's just sharing her story uh, from her heart. But she joined, I want to just give you the timeline because this can happen very quickly. Your life and and many of us are in the settling phase for years. I know I From the time I was like, I need to do something. I know I need to do something where it wasn't just this fleeting thought. It was like a constant thought took me, I know, three years. And so I'm not sure how long that was for her, but I know it was a long time. And so she started with the second half spark school back in February of 2023 this year. And things changed very quickly for her. Once she started going through the curriculum, getting on the coaching calls and getting to really understand what was keeping her from living her best life. We don't know what's holding us back. And that's what I help people do is find what those blind spots, what those blind spots are. And a lot of it is our negative mindset, and we're saying these things to us that we can't, and we're we, that we feel guilty, and all the things that we're talking ourselves out of our best life. And they're constant barrages of this voice in our head, and we need to create a new voice in our head, but we don't know how to do that. We don't even know how to identify the bad voices. <laughs> and then, how do we? change those voices, and then how do we connect with the deeper part of us, that all-knowing, the soul that wants us to have the best life and knows what we need to do, but we're so blocked from it, we've lost that connection that we had a long time ago when we were young because all children have it. And so this was Laura. She was struggling But I got an email from her and I love these emails that I get when it all comes together and my students realize how far they've come, but yet they're just skimming the surface of what's possible for them and that they start to see this bright light at the end of the tunnel that they've been in. It's like they've come out into the clearing, right? Where the sun is. But I just wanted to share the beginning. I'm not going to read her whole email, but I'm going to, and she does talk, we do talk about her, her email and the fact of what's the gist of it, like the big thing that she did that she was sharing in this email. And I talk about that in the interview. But one of the things she does say in this email is, quote, I would not have made such a bold move six months ago, end quote. Yes, she actually up and moved from California to Tennessee. So that's huge. That's huge. So the whole timing and everything you're going to hear in the interview, but she would have never done that. She would have stayed scared. She would have stayed being a pleaser and being unhappy. But the way she started the email, I have to share because if you listen to me and you've been going through my training and you're considering joining the second half Spark School, which is open for enrollment starting today for a very short time, only four days, and I only open it two to three times a year. And so this is your opportunity to to take an action and to do something about it. If you're not living a sparked second half and you feel inspired by the people who come on my podcast, it is possible for you. And I know you might be not thinking it is, but it totally is because Laura was just like you. And I have many other students who were brave enough to do what Laura did. And I know you are too. So here's how she started. Lori, I have learned so much. When I watched your free workshop on Facebook, I was at the end of my rope. I felt like you were talking directly to me. I knew there had to be more for me, but what? How do I find it? How do I know? I decided to sign up for your second half spark school. I don't usually do this kind of thing. I didn't know what to expect and it was very scary. I decided that as frightened as I was of the unknown, I was more afraid of not knowing. I have been treading water in life for a very long time, and I am tired. That's how it started. But that is just her describing herself three months prior to her writing this email to me. And the rest of the email goes on to share all of the things that have changed and her new perspectives and how excited she is about her future and this big move, of course. And so when you hear her story, she'll share more of this, but she just moved there. So when she wrote this, I think she had just written the contract on the house. and, And then she's just moved there now. So when I interviewed her, she was sitting in one of the bedrooms of the house that she would have never known a life she would have never known. She would never be in the state of Tennessee if she hadn't taken that action. And so she, she was afraid of the unknown. And this is what I always say. We're so afraid of the unknown. But the unknown has unfolded in a magical way. And so why are we so scared of the unknown when 99.9% of the time, it's going to turn out way better than we can even imagine? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. Welcome to another episode of Living Your Sparked Second Half, and I am very excited to have one of my students here who has had a, an incredible ride, if you will, since we met. Hello there, Laura. Hi. Hi. Hi, Laura Volt. She even has my name. And actually, some of my listeners might not know this, Laura, but my real name is Laura. So now, you know, but I go by Lori and my parents never called me that. So unless I was in trouble. (laughs) So, yes, a little random fact. So I have Laura here because I have enrollment open for the school and I love to find students who have really great stories to share about their before and after. And what I say after is there is never an after. There is just a continuation, right, Laura? That's how I feel. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like the seal has been broken. And so my friends used to say that when we would go to bars and we start drinking and it was like, once you go to the bathroom, the seal's broken and you're, you know, you, you have to keep going. So once you like taste the success and the joy of the transformation, you just keep keep moving on and learning new things and applying them. So why don't you I'm just going to turn the baton over to you and let you introduce yourself a little bit about yourself and who you are. If you want to share your age, I don't require that. And yeah, if you have kids, grandkids, all the things. All right. Yeah.
1: Thanks. Okay, so my name's Laura, as Lori said, and just a little tidbit: my my parents called me Lori growing up, and I became Laura as an adult. So
0: I had no idea.
1: Yeah, I'm and shocked.
0: That is so I cool. <laughs> why did you Why did you go to, back to Laura?
1: I don't know. I just seemed more grown up to me, I guess. Yeah, it so is. It's very pretty name. They called me Lori, but. Oh, my parents still did when they were still alive, but everybody else called me Laura. Anyhow, I am sixty-four. I'm proud of it. I'll be sixty-five next month. Yes, yay yay to (laughs) sixty-four. I feel like I have a lot ahead of me. I am married, and I have four kids with a combined marriage. I have five grandchildren. I recently retired. And that's all due to some stuff I've talked about with you.
0: Mm-hmm. And what else did you ask me? I'm Yeah, my- that was pretty much who you live with. You've got a dog in your lap that you're stroking. Yes. Because <laughs> I don't want to jump on me. <laughs> yes. You just moved, and the poor little thing is a little, I think, acclimating and wants to cl- be a little clingy. Mine's clingy yeah. anytime, anyways. But yeah. And so you're in your second marriage. So a lot of people can associate with that. I'm in my second marriage. How long have you been married this time?
1: This time, 29 years.
0: Okay. And do you have kids with him or just had kids brought? Okay.
1: We have mine and his. My two boys are 45 and 41. His two children are 40, I'm doing the math here, 42 and 53, Okay, great. I have a stepdaughter that's eleven years
0: younger than me. (laughs) Oh wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So, what I want to start with is when we met in a free training. I I think because that's how I meet most of my students who come in, and so I do different free trainings. So I don't know which one it was, but uh, and you haven't been doing the work as long as some, you know, because some people that I have come in here on the podcast episode have been with me two, three years. So you're more one of the newer people who have had incredible changes in your life. And so that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on. And I know you've been busy moving and that's part of it. So one of the things you told me that I remember so vividly is that I have done more in the last six months than I ever would have done had I not and what I like to say, chosen yourself, made yourself a priority and made your life and the quality of it a priority. And so I think that's the best thing to start with is what did you do that was that you weren't doing? So what were you? And the question I can ask is, what was the particular struggle you were having that was keeping you from? taking action because to me it sounds like you just you weren't taking action or maybe the wrong action
1: there's so many things first of all i wasn't i felt selfish if i put myself first and i'm realizing now that if i don't put myself first others don't get what they deserve and i doubted deserving anything better than what i had i'm a giver i'm not a taker And as being a mom and a wife, I've always taken care of others and literally put myself last. And I've realized that putting myself last is is the last thing I should do.
0: (laughs) Right, right. Um, How did you shift from feeling like that was a selfish thing to realizing that was the thing you had to do?
1: It was, a lot of it was because of your classes, your, all, all the sessions, the, I'm trying to think where it started because it kind of seems natural now. So it's kind of like breathing to me, but Oh, that's
0: wonderful. I know.
1: And I still have so much to learn, but I think I met you in January of this year. That's when it started. Yeah, You, you were, you had said, you know, the best is yet to come, what you'll find your purpose. I had no idea. I didn't even know what direction I was going. I just let it go. And I don't even know if I'm answering your question.
0: But. No, I. This is all great. I'm trying to get in your head from where you were, because mm-hmm. I think that I was, helps people.
1: I was at the end of my rope in the beginning. I didn't see. I couldn't see the light. I couldn't see anything beyond misery and feeling stuck. And when I first reached out to you, I felt like I met you. I think it was on a Facebook. Your one of your free trainings. I felt like you like you were speaking directly to me. And even though I'm not normally open. I felt like I could not reach out to you. I was miserable at work. It was a humdrum life at home and I needed
0: change. Yeah. Yeah. And so it sounds to me, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it was kind of like desperation. Like I got to do this. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So was there something in the tr- training that made you think, I don't want to stop. I need more. I haven't even scratched the surface. Was there a realization somewhere along the way that?
1: Well, I had never, I've read about it, but I had never really knew about manifestation. And that just hit me hard. I've been doing a lot of manifestation since then, and it's amazing how it works. Just, I was negative. So mm. and I didn't want to be negative anymore. And that's what made me want to keep going also. Yeah. Those and pets that you talk mm-hmm. about in your training, mm-hmm. they're magical. Yeah. I cannot believe what's happened with that in the last months. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was talking to one of my students last night and I was asking her to reflect on how she's changed over the time that she's been involved with me. And she said, I've become a more positive person. I was not a positive person. And that negative voice in our head, we carry her with us everywhere and she won't go away. It's like having this mean girl that is our like BFF and we can't get rid of her, but she's there. you know, it's just like, but we've invented her, (laughs) you know, she's our nemesis, but yet she's a part of us. Right. Uh, And so I loved it because she said my entire family is negative. And I am now the positive person in the group. And I try to get them to see a different way. And it's hard to change people when they don't know why they're doing something. It's just come so natural to be that way. And what I said to her, because I heard this somewhere and I thought it was so good, is that I said, they're energy vampires. Because they're, 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 when you're around negative people, any little ounce of positive energy you might be putting out there, they'll steal. They'll steal. They'll suck the it right out of you. And so I love that she's now recognizing that. So she has the shield. and She has the shield. And, and I, you know, they don't know that they're doing it, but it's shifting that energy so much that then you have the power to have that energy attract more positive people into your life and repel the people that aren't right for you. So, So with the six months that you like said, I've done more in six months, can you talk, elaborate a little bit about what you started to do when you started to make these mental shifts in your head? Well, I have learned to say no,
1: not all the time, but a lot more than I ever did before. I've learned to set boundaries. I have learned that what is important to others for me to be doing may not be important to me. So that's a big switch for me because I'm always, for lack of a better word, I'm trying to think I'm always doing what others want me to do. I, I always have in the past. Now my husband will say to me, he goes, oh, you're just trying to be empowered. I'm like, yeah, I am.
0: Good. Like there's something wrong with that, right? Who <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't want
1: that? <laughs> yeah. it's, kind of, it's kind of become a, a game with me too, because I'll go, oh, I just did that, or oh, I just said that, and I'm noticing it.
0: Yes, that's a big change. Being aware, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah. Lost. And it's funny because I think you know it, it, when that comment that he made makes me think that he's thinking power. He's not thinking of empowered. And to me, being empowered is more about powerful within. Mm-hmm. It's having this confidence that you didn't have before, whereas. I think it, 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 what maybe he's coming from, or some people might think, is it's power over other people. And that's not what it is. Empowerment is within, not external. So it's a different kind of power. Yeah. So that's so true. Yeah. That confidence that you have to say no. Right.
1: It's hard. I threw myself yeah. out there. I'm like, here we go. But I did it and it's working and there's more to come.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I have a lot of people who delay retirement and that keeps them stuck, I think, because they just can't see the other side of retirement. And since we tend to be, our human brain tends to see more of the the bad or the negative. Our human brain tends to latch on to the things that only we know about and we don't yet know the the best that is yet to come because we've turned our yeah because we've turned our imagination off right so we, we we're no longer imaginal we're no longer imaginative beings we're just on this kind of coasting with the status quo. And so when we think about retirement, we think it's more of the same or it's going to be worse. And we don't think about, oh my gosh, it's going to be so much better because I am going to manifest it. I am going to create it. I am going to imagine it and then it will unfold for me. And so we get in a stuck place. So we delay and then we end up staying in a situation where we're not happy. Yeah, and you were that. I remember you you just were not happy.
1: I was miserable. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't have another word for it. I was just miserable. I went to work every day. I'd say to my husband, as I'm leaving, I'm going to the jungle, and that's what it felt like. It was a very negative place to work,
0: and and I'm sure you miss it.
1: Oh, so so happy! (laughs) I'm not doing that anymore. I don't miss it one minute. I miss my friends but I don't miss going to the
0: hostile work environment. Yeah. Yeah. And can you imagine what that does to you over time?
1: Oh, I know what it does. <laughs> I Talk know. about
0: energy vampire. The yeah. You know, that can be an environment. I mean, people are in an environment. So even if you have good people, the work environment, if you don't like what you're doing, if you don't, if you have a crappy boss, there's some mm-hmm. crappy bosses out there. Oh, yeah. I was just at a football game last weekend and a friend of ours was talking about his boss and like, you know, how people get promoted because of not the right reasons. They're not because they're good leaders or good mentors. They get, you know, for whatever most sales and then they become leaders and and not trained because I think leadership is a skill that you can learn. So so, yeah, what else did you do? Because you are now in a different house. You just moved. So what else did you do? So another big thing. You're listening like- the big stuff. <laughs> well, I, I should not say that because in here, your head, uh-huh. that's big stuff. That's mm-hmm. big stuff. So I don't want to poo that. But I think sometimes people who listen, they think, oh, you know, they don't realize until it happens to them how big that is. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. And so they want to hear the juicy stuff like, oh, you met your soulmate or, oh, you found your true purpose and you're now you know, doing famous things or something like that. So, yeah. So what is your big things? Well, I think what you just mentioned are are
1: going to be coming in the future. (laughs) But, um, But so I never liked the house I lived in. I lived there because my husband liked it. It had lots of parking for all of his race cars and motorcycles and trailers. And I always just put up with it. And then finally, I didn't just move to another house on another street. I decided I was moving out of California. And I say I because he didn't want to go. And I finally said, this is what I want. I've done what you wanted for all of these years. It's my turn. And so that's that's huge. I mean, just coming here is just huge.
0: Yeah. Talk about setting boundaries and doing what's best for you. That is big. It was so fish
1: out of water feeling for me. It was big. It was way out of my comfort zone. Yeah. Just jumped in.
0: Yeah. It's funny because you sent me a beautiful email. Very touching. I remember that because that's when you made that decision and you went on a vacation there and you bought a house while you're there. Yes. And I don't even know that you told your husband you did that. But, and I showed. I was so happy for you. And I showed it to my husband and he said, what are you doing? You're going to, you're making people (laughs) going to get divorced. (laughs) And I said, no, they, well, if they do get divorced, then it's it's good. Good. Because, you know, you don't belong where you shouldn't be happy. But I said, what normally happens is the other person wakes up to the reality. I'm not happy either. And then the person who's getting happy and, doing these things and opening up their world and becoming sparked that rubs off on people mm-hmm. and they end up having a better life themselves and the relationship gets better so you know i'm more interested in people living a happy life mm-hmm. and if they can't do it in the situation they're in then figure out how to do it independently and know that because we, we always think oh if i do this oh <gasps> the worst thing's going to happen. He's going to leave me or I'm going to be broke or whatever. But no, if you're following your gut, if you're following your heart and it's always in the best interests of everyone, including you, I mean, you first, because when you are first, everything else is happier. Everybody around you happier. So by not doing anything, you're keeping everybody miserable. So but by, by not doing anything, you're, what you're doing, I think is selfish because you're keeping everybody miserable because you're staying miserable and you're not being, I feel like it's if we think back to the old days when there were adventure seekers and they would be the first ones to get on a ship and go explore new territories. And they were the ones who discovered America and they were the ones who discovered whatever. And for me, that is a good analogy because you have to be the person that's the adventurer, that's the one seeking, that's the one is going to find new land because you want to find new happy land. <laughs> so you want to go find happy land and you have to do it. You have to be the one. You have to be strong enough to be the one, and everybody is strong enough to do this. Because if you, what I think what you get strength from is knowing that when you do it, that other people can follow you, that you can be an inspiration, that you can. And I think for us who are moms, and I, you can tell me if you agree or disagree, but I think for me as a mom, when I do things, I always think about my kids and my grandkids. And I always think I want them to know that I'm never going to give up or I'm never going to Settle, or you know, I would never want them to settle. So, I feel like you have to be a frontier seeker of that new world that doesn't exist now but will exist because you're going to be strong enough to do that. But you're going to be strong enough not just for you, but for the other people who will follow. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. And I have my kids in mind all the time and my grandkids, my granddaughters, they're 13 and 16, and I talk to them all the time. And so much that I've learned from you. I share with them, and yes. because nobody did that for me growing up, there was no, there wasn't that positivity, and it's so important to put that in their minds now, and yep, it's priceless. And yep. when you were talking something that I remembered that I didn't mention earlier is you had us do an exercise about you know what is the best thing that can happen if you make a change and what is the worst thing that can happen, and I remember writing those things on the paper, and those. I used both of those when it came to moving and I used both of those when it came to retiring and it was so helpful and so insightful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because when you put those two things down, the what's the best thing is a place where it allows imagination mm-hmm. to, to come in. And we think we're not a m- imaginative. Hum- we're all imaginative. We're all creative. At our core, but we just lose that along the yeah. way, and it's even scientifically proven. Your brain changes as you get older, and when you're little, you can get into these brainwave states where imagination just flows like constantly, and then it slowly as you grow up and you are subjected to society, you get your brainwaves change, and then what happens is stress comes in and that changes. You You just can't get back to that imagination state or a lot of people can't. Some can, but uh, you can't get into that state when you're stressed and a lot of us are stressed. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So were there any particular, I mean, you kind of talked about that exercise. Were there any other particular breakthroughs or ah ahas that you got from either the free training. I like to, I mean, I really want people to know that when they get these breakthroughs and these aha moments, that they're coming from a deeper place, usually, right?
1: Yeah.
0: It's not the mean girl.
1: No. And for me, it wasn't, I'm trying to remember AHAs. I can't remember any specifically. They were continuous though. And I remember thinking that anything's possible. And you even said that anything's possible. Just shoot for the moon. Don't even be realistic. Just shoot for it. And that's what I started doing is I'm thinking about things that I would never even think about because I know it may not be exact, but it's going to take me where I need to go. So that was really powerful.
0: Yeah. So for me, thinking about going on a vacation and then actually buying something is that's like crazy. (laughs) It (laughs) is. It is. And so what was going through your mind? Like what made you do that? What made you have the guts? Because I think that's very gutsy, knowing that. It was made across country. It was going to be totally different. Was that a dream you had for a long time? It was something I've thought about for a few years and never put it
1: in the in front. And I didn't buy the house in Tennessee when I was on vacation, but I did look at it. And then when I went home, I oh. told my husband, I'm going to be, we're probably going to be buying this house. So I did come home and talk to him first before I actually bought it. Okay. I, make that decision all on my own, but it kind of was on my own because he wasn't, he didn't want to do it. He thought it was crazy right. for you considering it.
0: Yeah. But I yeah. just finally said that we're going to do this. You were courteous, but empowered. It, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't do it completely against him, but. So what have you learned about yourself in this process in the last, the year isn't even over. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? If, if people think, it takes time to do things and maybe you don't have enough time left. You're 64 and the, in the nine months, I mean, you can make a baby in nine months. We can't anymore, but I (laughs) guess a lot can happen, but we forget a lot can happen. Right. So that is, that's pretty crazy when you think of where you came from back in January to now. And I don't even think my training started till like the very beginning of February. February, So it's, yeah. Yeah. So you were moved, you just moved. And so I think it was like maybe June-ish when you bought the place.
1: Yes, it closed escrow June 22nd.
0: Right. So it wasn't very long when you made that trip. No. And made made that decision in April. April. So February, March, April, 90 days. Yeah. Yeah. So, what did you learn about
1: I was, yourself? I and- was ready. I was just ready for some change. I was sick and tired of being who I was. Mm-hmm. And I knew there had to be something better out there. I knew there had to be something better for me. And your training just—it took me. I mean, it, I was off and flying with it. Yeah, it
0: was priceless. Yeah. That's great. And I, I love know. that you're now sharing it with your granddaughters because I, I hear that a lot from my students. And I think that is what I love so much. And it's so hard to explain the ripple effect.
1: Mm-hmm. How it- I, share, I share with everybody, but my granddaughters being the age they are, they're so imperson- so impressionable and there's so much negativity that I just, I try so hard to put the positive twist on everything. I get negative and I fight it. I just try yeah. to not allow, I try to counteract it with the positive. Yeah. Just like the, those automatic negative thoughts that you talk about. Yeah. I, I put the, those aside Yeah, because I know there's so much power in being positive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that I think you, when you say it's kind of second nature, it's because you're, you have this level of awareness, this consciousness that you didn't have before, and that's going to stay with you. That you're not going to, it's like, you can't unlearn that. Mm -hmm. Once you learn it and you learn the science behind it and how our brain works, you can't forget it. It's there. And so you can't, it's like you can't help but improve your life because of that or know that the choices you're making, you know, it's all you and you have the power to make better choices with your thoughts and you can brainwash yourself, which is always sounds very scary and very bad because that's what we associate, you know, with all the getting kidnapped and getting brainwashed, but There is brainwashing you want to do to get rid of the mean girl. Got to brainwash her out. So, you got to brainwash bad things out, not good things out. So, that's the key there. Mm -hmm. So, how, how has your relationship with your husband changed? Well,
1: I think I don't even know how to put that to words. I don't listen to him as much as I used to. Which I think is frustrating for him, but he's, he tends to be kind of bossy and I used to just go with it. Now I'm like, okay, I heard your words, but I'm going to do it this way. And I know you're not going to like it, but this is how we're doing
0: it. I wonder why he doesn't like empowered Laura.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of funny, but yeah, everything's, he's noticed a big difference in me. I don't know if it's good or bad, but he's noticed a big difference. And my friends, my best friend has just said, Laura, you're not even the same person
0: hmm
1: she was I love what you're doing and I'm so happy for you
0: yeah yeah well yeah I think some things take time and I think I think for a while I didn't think he was going to move with you it was possible <laughs> yeah and here he is he's with you so he must like the empowered Laura <laughs> yeah I think that's great yeah and is there anything else you want to add to your experience? Anything that you d- have done that you wouldn't have done before the new Laura?
1: I can't think of anything right now. I mean, there's probably so much, but
0: nothing's coming up. I mean, what? So you retired? Yes. Yes. And that was in September? September 1.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And what drove that decision? Because I know you were planning to do it, I don't think you had a date. Right. The last time we talked. And so then you messaged me and said, Yay, I'm moving and I'm retired. I just decided all of a sudden that it was
1: time. I mean, giving up that paycheck that comes in every single, you know, pay period, that was a hard one. And I'm the the money maker of the family. So that was really hard to give up. And I just decided I'll make it work. Yeah. Never. I'll make it work. Yeah, I know. There's, I'm not done working. I'm just done working at that job. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm working on it. I'm
0: working yeah. On so. Yeah. Well, I love that because you said that earlier and, uh, you know, you know, it's coming. I know it's coming. So you have this confidence that is going to happen, which is great because you that's part of manifestation, the process. But the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize is that you have to be right on the inside in order to get that thing that you want and i just did a podcast episode on it but cuz i and i had a great guest who wanted this soulmate and wanted this perfect life and it was so funny we had the best conversation because she had to learn the lessons and get it right on her inside which she eventually did on her own and guess what then that soulmate was manifested into her life It just didn't happen on her timeline because it couldn't happen because she wasn't who she needed to be. Right. She she wasn't aligned with her true self. And so it's, you just got to find your true self first. And if you're not happy, you're not your true self. (laughs) And then things fall into place. And so people want instant, you know, it's what's the the blue pill that'll fix this. And uh, yeah, it's more than that.
1: I'm I'm definitely a believer in just letting it be like, for example, when I retired, I had manifested money, I'd been manifesting so many, I I didn't know if I was going to find a quarter on the ground or what I was going to find. But right before I retired, my company decided to give us a little severance pay. And I'm like, I'm going anyways, and this is just a gift. Wow. Yeah, that's so cool. I my, told my son, he goes, oh, mom, he goes, you're retiring anyways. And now this, it's that's
0: amazing. Yeah. And well, to me, that is because you're aligning. Mm-hmm. When you align, you weren't supposed to be there. You're miserable. Mm-hmm. You finally got over the attachment that your human side needed. This like, oh, I can't let go. I can't let go. You end up letting go. And guess what? (laughs) You're present. You're present for being brave and letting go. That is such a good, I love that story.
1: I was at that company for 25 years. It was hard to let go, even though I wasn't happy.
0: Yeah, It was a healthy thing for me to do. I bet everybody boo-hooed when you left because there's that positive person (laughs) (laughs) leaving. They were all envious. They're like, I wish I could go with you. (laughs) Yeah, And yet, you know what's funny? is they all can I do the exact do. same thing and they just don't I, realize it. Which is so sad. That makes me really sad. But, you know, I just hope that my students are a beacon of light to the rest of the people that they associate with. I know they are. And it's just that I what they don't realize is that they have the power within them, within them too. I think when we get to be a certain age, we think we've lost our power. It's like our battery's drained. And we don't know how to recharge it.
1: And I think at this age, you can sometimes feel like you're invisible also. Mm-hmm. And we're not, but we think we are sometimes. At least that's how I feel. You know, when you get around the 45-year-olds, I'm like, maybe what I have to say isn't that important. But I'm not allowing that either. I just, I don't need to say anything, but I can feel good about what I'm delivering, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because you just have to have the mindset that the right people will have will will show up and be right for you. So we we don't all need to stand out, we just need to stand strong in who we are. Yeah, that's great. So what are you most excited about in the coming months ahead?
1: Getting my furniture for my house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is very echoey there and very yeah, yeah. barren, but it looks very clean. It is is clean, hasn't
1: been dirtied up yet, but yeah, my furniture should be here soon, I hope. And just new adventures. I have not, I've been on the East Coast, but I haven't lived this close and I can't wait to reach out. A lot of day trips, a lot of overnight trips, meeting new people. I'm going to go out there and try to meet some new people
0: and join some clubs maybe. Yeah, because you like to hike, right? I love to hike, yes. And you had been doing that. I hadn't been doing that. My ankle's
1: finally better. I don't know if I told you this, Lori, but I actually broke my ankle. Oh, my gosh.
0: I know. I didn't know it either. (laughs) That was an assignment. I said, you go out there because you were like, I want to do this. I want to do this. But I can't for all these reasons that, you know, it's like "Eh, you can. And then you went out in the dark and you, and you, you we thought you sprained your ankle. Yes. So, oh, that's terrible.
1: I know, but I'm better now. I did I went to the I transferred my gym membership to here. I belong to a gym and I went over yesterday and did a couple miles on the treadmill. And there's a lot of beautiful hiking trails here. My kids, my adult children, they hike a lot. So I'm going to be joining them.
0: That's fantastic.
1: I just I'm just open to whatever comes this direction.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting that I'm sorry you broke your ankle. I did not know that. I didn't know so it. Until you, June. This is your testimonial. I I joined the school and I broke my ankle. <laughs> it got worse before it got better.
1: <laughs> I went for in June. I went for a walk. I walked three and a half miles and I came home and my ankle was swollen. It was burning. I had to ice it and take Advil. And I called the doctor and she said, "Come on in." They took another X ray and they said, "Oops, it's actually fractured." Oh. So I had been walking around on a fractured ankle for three months. Wow. But it's better now because it was in a brace and it was, and I've been doing physical therapy.
0: Oh, but wow. Really <laughs> just, just in time for your, your Tennessee uh, life all healed. Yeah. 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 You yeah. left that behind you when you got in the car and drove cross country. So that's great. Exactly. That's great. All right. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your story. And thank you so much for doing the work and being willing to listen and to apply. And most of all, to be brave when you didn't feel very brave when you started.
1: No, I didn't. Thank you.
0: Yeah. It's been a joy watching you. So, and I will continue to hear about all your adventures. And make sure to post in the student community when amazing things happen. So, cause yeah, you should take a picture of your house and post it in the group so we can all see your okay. little place. Yes, okay. very exciting. All right. Anything you want to leave anybody with a quote that keeps you going? Something that, you know, an affirmation, anything that somebody listening can say, hey, that's, that's action oriented. That's one thing that I can do
1: just don't stop, keep going, keep your mind open, keep your thoughts rolling and don't stop. Just enjoy the journey because it mm-hmm. is a journey.
0: Yeah. So you're speaking of the personal growth. Yes. Don't stop doing that. Don't yeah. Stop. Yeah.
1: Take care of you.
0: Don't delay. Cause if some people aren't even, I mean, it, if whoever's listening to this is going through the free training, that's a great first step. That is Personal growth, definitely. So I love it. Then when people, because a lot of times when you sign up for something free, I do this and I'm like, oh, I'll get to it. And then it expires. <laughs> I don't do it. And so the people that actually take the time to do it when it's free, that's really incredible because it will make a difference. So, and just continue. Yes, continue your journey and know that you can do it. All right. Thanks so much. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning into the Living Your Sparked second half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my Not Your Average Grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at Not Your Average Grandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.